Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode seven of the Musical Theatre Mixtape podcast. Yes, we're back with episode seven, and we've got another exciting guest on today, um, currently starring in Everybody's Talking About Jamie in London's West End. It's David O'Reilly playing... Like a virgin in Everyone's Talking About Jamie. He's also been in Book of Mormon on the West End. He's done Greece. He's even been in Benidorm. So we are very excited to have him make his musical theatre mixtape. Welcome, David. How are you today? I'm not bad, thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much for coming on. Not at all, not at all. We should get started with the first question, then. Fire away. How did you get into theatre? Um, um, my mom. I was starting to think of this question, I suppose, because there's so many different answers that um, I could give. But I think my mum used to have an Andrew Lloyd Webber CD in the car. That's where we started listening to music from musicals first. And then I joined my drama uh, after a drama club. After school drama club, sorry, very early. Um, <laughs> and um, that's how I really kind of got my first taste of doing uh, performances. So that would be my after school drama club. Um, what was the first musical you ever saw, whether it be London, tour, um, Amdram? So I think the first ever musical I saw, and I was trying to think of this, the first West End show I ever seen was Sinatra at the Palladium. Oh. Um, okay. But the first, because obviously I lived in Dublin, I don't think, and I'd seen loads of Panthers, but I think the first musical in the West End that I ever seen was Guys and Dolls with Patrick Swayze. Oh. At their Piccadilly. Um, and yeah. Just an amazing, amazing show. I mean, that had some incredible performers. Even like you know, it had Zizi uh, Scarlett. Oh my God, it really is very. It had Summer Stalin in it. People like Darren Connor, Ben Clare, some incredible West End uh, performers yeah. as well. It was an iconic cast. Yeah, it was amazing. So was there was there much amateur dramatics where you grew up? There was a variety club for adults and children, which my brother was part of, but I wasn't kind of, um, I didn't kind of put myself forward to do that. And I suppose 
that was 30, you know, as a kid, I'm 33 this year. So, you know, it's, um, it was still kind of, uh, you know, boys who wanted to dance, boys should do football and not necessarily yeah. Do, yeah. do do stage to go. Actually, by the time I became a teenager, my mum and dad were so open to let me go to drama and uh, singing and performing arts. I went to a stage school from the age, like, I think it was 13. And um, I was at stage school in Dublin, one of the biggest performing arts schools there. And I went there after school and we did like trips to London. We did lots of specialised workshops with people that they flew in from London and stuff like that. So I was very lucky that I got the, uh, I kind of was a late starter with regards to proper, proper training with regards to like the whole Amdram. But there, there, there wasn't a huge kind of amateur dramatic society that I, I, I was part of. Fair enough. Well, you've yeah. done pretty well from that anyway. Oh, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> so we will get started with the, the mixtape questions now. Oh, let's do um, it. Question one is, what is your favourite overture? So now this is a fantastic question because actually I think overtures are something that people are leaving out of shows now and actually I think they should be putting them back in yeah, and, 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 and writing them in because actually what it does is it invites the audience along and says this is where we're going and and it gives the audience a chance to uh, climatise to the space yeah. and to the sound so the minute you hit them with that first scene bam they're with you um, so I think overtures are very important. So I was really happy when I seen that. Um, but one of my favourite overtures is the overture from The Music Man. The Music Man. Oh, yeah. Yes. An iconic, iconic musical with some incredible pieces. Um, and it's, it, it, it really is. Because obviously it's about um, those iconic songs like 76 Trombones in there. It's got a real kind of brass band um, element to it. And it is just... It, it's 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 pure addictive and when you're in the theater and you hear that for the first time you sit up ready to pay attention exactly. i don't think i've actually heard that overture i'll have to give it a listen well you really know yes. the music man that well well you need to get it download the album and have a listen yes it's got songs like shapoopy in it um you've got trouble troubles uh 76 trombones as i said kind of real um real kind of proper old school musical theater sounds yeah yeah i love it it makes me happy listening to that yes yes me too it makes you happy yeah it's a great it's a feel-good musical with a great story and um the last actually professional production that they did here in the uk was at chichester in 2000 and i want to say eight maybe um, because we were doing it at college at the time, it was a professional production, and then we were doing it at college as one of the third year musicals, um, yeah. and um, yeah, it, it had that had another great cast in it as well, um, the Music Man, which was which was brilliant. And of course, it's coming, it's going to America with Hugh Jackman. Yes, it is, isn't it? So, is it? Yeah. yeah, Hugh Jackman's playing. I think they're meant to have done it already, aren't they? But with yeah, it's and everything. My it. God. You learn something new every day. Yes, <laughs> that'll be a that'll be an interesting one. Yeah, definitely. Love He's to definitely see a recording amazing. of that. Oh god, that'll be amazing. Moving on to question number two, then a song that reminds you of your childhood. So again, I was thinking back to this, and I was thinking back to the the times in the car with my mom and listening to music on 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 the Andrew Lloyd Webber um album. Me and my brother in the car and stuff like that. Uh, it was actually a tape, I think. 
it was that far that was that long ago. If you know what one of them is, a tape. Yeah. <laughs> well, you do, you yeah, mi- mixtape, mixtape, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so it's the title of the show, David. Get with it. Um, <laughs> so basically, uh, it is uh, fan- the Phantom of the Opera from the Phantom of the Opera, and uh, yeah, it just reminds me of like sitting in the car playing playing iconic pieces of British musical theatre from Andrew Lloyd Webber and my mum loving it and me and my brother loving it and kind of being a kid and not knowing what the story was but just being absolutely fascinated by these incredible voices off the album it was it was amazing yeah so have I'm I'm guessing you've seen it now I've never seen Phantom of the Opera <gasps> what yeah listen, hey listen I'm going to tell you a few secrets right for someone who's worked in the West End for on and off for 10 years nearly um I've never seen Phantom and I've never seen Le Mis. Wow, I've never, I've, I've never seen Mousetrap. I don't know anybody who has seen Mousetrap actually. I've not seen Mousetrap. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, but the the first one to open in October. Um, they are. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, I've never seen Phantom. Never seen Les Mis. Well, and now you're never going to get to see the old Les Mis. The old Phantom, or the old, old yeah. Les Mis. The old yeah, Les Mis. Right. They've just redone it. Yes, they have, haven't they? You're I mean. Am I, I, I see, yeah, there's no um revolve now as I can understand. Yeah, they've cut that. Mm. Oh Christ. I just have to go and watch, <laughs> to watch you know, a still production. Yeah. <laughs> so when you when you eventually do go and see Phantom. Yeah. That's gonna be a mad experience from you listening to it back when you were a child. Oh my god, it's gonna be such so bizarre. Um it's gonna be a real kind of full circle moment listening to this song in a musical in the West End, which I had no idea even existed when I was listening to it as a kid in my mum's car. Like, it was, it, it, it was just, it'll be a real kind of full circle moment. It'll be bizarre, but really, really nice as well. Yeah. That's if I go and see it. <laughs> oh, you have to now. You have to go and see it. I might not be able to afford it, Tyler. I've not been working for four months. <laughs> <laughs> Very, very true. Very true. Right. Question number three might be the hardest question. A song from your favourite musical. Do you know what? It wasn't as hard as I actually thought it was going to be. Okay. I, one of my favourite musicals, I can't say that I have a favourite musical, but one of my favourite musicals is a musical called Took Everlasting, uh, which which opened on Broadway and didn't do very well, but it was directed by and choreographed by Casey Nicola, who I did Book of Mormon for. And the opening song is called Live Like This, and it mm. is absolutely stunning. It, the music and orchestrations on this album, but particularly on this piece, is just beautiful, and it's such a beautiful story. And actually, I think there's, there's an audience for it here in the UK, you know, with, with the, the potential of outdoor theatre taking off a little bit more now we've kind of found ourselves in this new normal, this this would sit perfectly in somewhere like Regent's Park or Kilworth. would work so well outside. So well outside, you know, it's set in a forest. It, it, it will be stunning. And the album, oh my God, it's just delicious. It's just got such amazing songs. Um, and the story, again, it, it comes from a film, um, mm. you know, an original film and book. And it just is really, really captivating. And I've seen it on Broadway. I've seen uh, the very first uh, preview on Broadway. Wow. And it, it was it was stunning. Just stunning. I would love to see that. 
Yeah, I think I. Do you know what? I think we have an audience for here. I think someone needs to make. Yeah, it Yeah, definitely. Let's make it happen. <laughs> okay, let's make that happen then. Okay. <laughs> we'll put it out there. Yeah. Question number four: A song from your favorite musical that you've been in. So, a, uh, one of my my favorite song from any shows that I've been in would have to be "Baptize Me" from Mormon. <laughs> um, I got to do it with so many incredible ladies um, over the years that um, it, it became a real kind of connecting moment, and particularly with uh, Alexia Kadian, who played the original Labalunky, myself and Alexia built such an amazing friendship over my year and a half. Um, her, her two years or three years there and my, um, my five years there, she, that we really, we bonded so, so, so much. And particularly in this song, when you have a connection with someone, it, you, you, the comedy and the, the kind of truthfulness of it, and I know that sounds really cliche and wanky, but it really does, just helps. And I got to do it with Lucy St. Louis, um, who then went on to become Diana in Motown. Um, I did it with Aisha Jawanda, who's Tina now, and Tina the Musical. And, you know, these amazing women playing Nabalungi, and I got to sing this amazing work written by by Trey Parker, Mastone, and Bobby Lopez. And it was just, it, the, the audience reaction to this number as well was phenomenal it was it, it, it was it was just yeah amazing and I feel very I, I, I love thinking back to the times you know but everybody said oh man up must have been amazing man up was hard it was too hard yeah so it was this, it was this, <laughs> listening we, listening to that it stresses me out it stresses me out it's just I hear that and I have PTSD <laughs> you know what I mean very full baptized you was a beautiful song and I love doing it with, with the girls I think Baptize Me is quite a, an underrated song from Book of Mormon. It is, yeah. because it's not a kind of upbeat, kind of like, you know, in your face. The The beauty of that song is the lyrics. Yeah, and lyrically, it's genius. Lyrically, it's genius. And the, if if the two actors do it correctly, you should have the audience eating out of the palm of your hand and then literally in hysterics as well. Um, yeah. You know, and, and to get that, you need to have a great connection. There was some... Nabalunkies, I didn't have a particularly uh, great connection with, and we wouldn't get that reaction. But whenever it was with Lucy, Aisha, or or Alexia, it always felt boom, and we get it. Oh, and Leanne, actually, Leanne Robinson, who currently plays Nabalunki, she we had a fantastic baptize you as well. She was fantastic. She's amazing. So, question number five is a song from the last musical that you were in. So that would that well, I'm, I'm I suppose I'm still currently in it. In. Am I yeah. still in it? Yeah. yeah. Is yeah. um out of the darkness the finale um the finale encore? Maybe we talk about Jamie and I'll tell you why I love this song because it's an upbeat way of sending the audience on their way, but everybody in the show gets their own um two counts of eight for a bow. Everybody, so all the ensemble yeah. get to come forward and have their moments mm. and get an individual bow and. So many shows um, simply concentrate on, 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 on characters. And for, for this, every person who's part of Jamie is integral to telling the story. So every ensemble character has a name and has a part to play. And they get their own bow at the end of the show. And I think that's a fantastically brilliant idea. Yeah, because what it does is it makes everyone feel that as a company, we're an equal company and we work together. And um, 
you know, is a great number to send the audience away on, an upbeat, uplifting number. It's a great ending to a show. It really is. It really is. And I miss yeah. doing it, and I miss those guys. Hopefully it will be back soon. I believe it will be, sooner rather than later. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, def- it has to be. Surely. Well, I'll, I'll start doing it in my garden, if not. <laughs> oh, hope you've got a big enough garden for oh, huge, outdoor yeah. theatre space oh yeah well I have about two audience members <laughs> my mum and my dad Yeah, it's a start it's a start <laughs> question number six a song from a musical you would like to be in Um, I have wanted to be in Little Shop of Horrors for my for as long as I've known what musical theatre is, I've wanted to play Seymour. Um and it will be Skid Row. The opening yeah. of, of yeah. Little Shop of Horrors is it's it's an incredibly written piece of musical theatre. It's it's it hits you, it invites you into the story, it sets the tone, you meet the characters. It's just a wonderfully written the voices of the um the three uh, ladies, the Ronettes, I think, is that what they're called? The yeah. three ladies here. I think just stunning vocals from them have done right. And then you meet Audrey and Seymour. And it's just a brilliant, brilliant opening number. And I would give my right arm to play Seymour one day. It's a, yeah, it's a great show. Yeah, it's so funny to do. Fun. Yeah, it's a great show. It's not done. It's not done. Well, I mean, it has been done, actually. I, I've seen it in... Um, I seen it when Sheridan Smith was in it when it was at the Ambassador Theatre. Oh yeah. I seen it, um, and then obviously they did it at Regent's Park as well with yeah. the amazing, the amazing Mark Antonin. Yeah, and um, you know, so they have done it, but um, it's just uh, I want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Next time it's on, it's going to be yeah, your turn. Hear that, everyone? Oh. We need to bring back. Uh, we need to yeah, bring, that bring it back on and cast me in the role. <laughs> of well, they didn't they do a production of it on Broadway recently where yeah um, with um Jonathan Groff wasn't it yes but wasn't it a transgender cast um the plan was no 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 it's Audrey and Seymour oh was it where well yeah I'm gonna find out that production I'm gonna send it to you I'm nearly sure yeah mm. I'll find out and send it to you I didn't know yeah you learn something new every yeah, day. I didn't know that either. That's fun, though. Yeah, I know, right? Maybe that could be your next production in your garden. Get yeah. a shop. What, what, a transgender production of Little Shop of Horrors? <laughs> or just any any production of Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I'd, I'd love that. Yeah, that'd be good new. Well, they did it in um, Regent's Park, so we could do it yeah. here, yeah. Yeah. L- Little Shop of Horrors. David's Garden Theatre. Yeah, oh, I'd love that. <laughs> is it too? Is it probably too late to tell you now? I don't actually have a garden. Oh. So <laughs> that's a bit frustrating, isn't it? Yeah. Fundamentally. But all these plans, all of these plans. Yeah. And there's no garden there. All these plans and not a garden <laughs> inside. <laughs> so question number seven. Yes. Is a song from your least favorite musical? Now this was hard, but then I thought I'll. Suck it up, Dave, and stop being so nice. So I um it is Saturday chat from a slice of Saturday night. 
Oh, I think I've listened to that soundtrack before. Yeah, it's very just. Yeah, yeah. We did that college. Trying to find rap songs. I think we did it at college because the rights were cheap. Uh, <laughs> are they cheap for a reason? Is that too honest? Yeah, is that too? I'm, too, I'm never going to work again. <laughs> I'm never going to work again after this podcast. I can't say I've ever heard of that show. Not going to lie. Well, I don't think I don't anybody's really, really heard of it for God's sake. However, yeah. they will have just got a new listener because I'm going to listen to it after this to see. Oh yeah, really enjoy it. Enjoy it. <laughs> From that, I have a feeling I'm not going to. Yeah, <laughs> you might do actually. It's very British. Okay, it's very very British. Just it's it's. I don't know if it was ever meant to be a big musical. A big yeah. So I've just. I've just Googled it and it says the songs are a nostalgic pastiche of 1960s music. Okay. Yeah, you know that, that you know that is a polite way of saying it's really bloody boring. <laughs> <laughs> pastiche is a way of people using a, a posh word to describe didn't quite hit the mark. <laughs> but well done for trying. Nice effort, but not this time. <laughs> Try oh, people, people are going to say God he's an outright idiot isn't that David <laughs> O'Reilly I don't care I've been in lockdown for four months <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe we should oh, move dear. on from a slice of Saturday night whatever it's called yeah before you get shut down by yeah. your your podcast streaming services don't get angry complaints <laughs> from people from the writers of Slice yeah. Saturday yeah. Night yeah <laughs> Question number eight, a song from your Guilty Pleasure musical. Oh, fantastic. I love this question. And it is Once You've Tasted Love from Never Forget, the Take That musical. Oh, the original Take That musical. Yeah, not the second, not that. Yeah, not the second band. Not the band. Um, the first one, Never Forget. Oh, my God. Once You've Tasted Love. Oh, iconic song. Staged fantastically by Karen Bruce. Beautifully sung by Alexis on Hart. <clears throat> Excuse me, I've got nodules. <laughs> uh, beautifully sung by Alexis on Hobbs on the DVD. I've never forget what you can ha- what you can find. It was at the Savoy Theatre. I loved it. It was a yes from me. I loved it. Oh, that's fine. I didn't realise there was a recording of it. There's not. Oh, there's not. <laughs> there's no album. You got to go and you can watch it online on YouTube. The whole show was on YouTube. Oh, okay. not a, not a bootleg either, an officially filmed version. Wow. Yeah. So, wow. Go, so knock yourself out and go and treat yourself to never forget the original. Take that the musical. I will definitely do that. Well, done. well my I... mum loves a bit of take that, so I might link that to her as well. Well, I mean, I have been. You know, people do often say to me, David, you're very mum-like. So <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. Me. I didn't mean it like that. That doesn't surprise <laughs> me. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I love a bit of Take That because it's what I listened to because of her growing up. So I love Take That. I mean, they, are, they are classic. They are. Yeah. They're classic. And the fact that they made this musical over there. Oh, my God. I, love, I was at one seat in Manchester. Oh, my God. There wasn't a dry seat in the theatre. I mean, yeah, because of my mum, I like to take that. My dad was a big old Madness fan. Oh, Madness, yeah. Because that was his kind of time. Yeah, a bit of Madness, love a bit of Madness. I never really listened to them, but when I did Benidorm, the writer of Benidorm, Darren Lytton, is obsessed with Madness. On my first day on set, I had arrived in Benidorm set filming the next day. 
and he messaged me saying, come down to set, Madness, they're filming. And they were, they were down there, they were filming away for a scene. For Benidorm? For Benidorm, yeah. It was oh, amazing. Wow. Wow. Whoa, so you got whoa. a free little concert. Yeah, on the wings of a dove. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, <laughs> I did that one. Yeah, I loved it. So the final question of the mixtape is: What is your favourite mega mix? My favourite mega mix is Greece. Greece's mega mix, the mega mix from Greece. It was my first job. My God, it was incredible. Loved it. It was. Amazing, but this the mega mix is brilliant. All those iconic, iconic songs mixed mixed together into one glorious epiphany of musical theatre goals and match that up with Arlene Phillips's choreography. My God, we didn't stop. It was an amazing mega mix, and we bowed about eight times <laughs> each, which was fantastic. <laughs> Kept coming back for more. It's a good old ego boost. That. Yeah. Oh my God, I loved doing that mega mix. So good, it's a classic. And the show was so so short as well. We'd come out a quarter to quarter to ten. The mega mix is finished. Wow! Do it again. Do the mega mix a second time. We could we could have done it again, but we we didn't we didn't want to (laughs) want to go home. Yeah, mega mix done a quarter to ten. You're in pub with a drink by ten. Exactly, (laughs) exactly. I don't think I've actually seen a production of Greece. You know. What? Oh my God! Now listen, there's loads of productions out there. I know. There's the new, there's the Lester Curve version, yeah. uh, which Arlene also choreographed. Um, yeah. Which is probably, which I haven't seen, but I feel it's equally as brilliant, really truthful and honest in um, in its storytelling. But then the version that I did was a bit more visually, uh, kind of, uh, visually kind of traditional in its sense of like what people would expect from the traditional kind of fluffy musical that they've seen on the on the on the film. And um we had some yeah, we had some amaze oh God. We had the best time doing that show because people just danced their way out of the theatre. It was amazing. Yeah, I did a few years ago before I started training I did an Amdram version. And it was literally me and my four friends playing the T Birds. Amazing. And we just we just had a laugh for the whole time. Well that's what the T Birds are really, you know. If you don't yeah. get along if you don't get along, my God. It was really amazing actually. Um I don't know if they re- if they're meant to do this, but when we were cast in the West End, we w- when all the T Birds were height order. So Danny was the tallest and then um Doody was the shortest and they went down the photos we noticed, they're like, Oh my god. That's amazing. So I will definitely look out for the next Grease production. It's always on tour. I think there was it? one supposed there was there was one supposed to be going on tour that Arlene was supposed to be choreographing. Um, again, uh, the Leicester Curve, directed by Nick Wright Foster. So go and see that if you can. Um, I think that would probably be delayed until next year. I mean, everything is delayed. Yeah. I think until next year now. But yeah. if if have a little check it out, definitely go and see. It's definitely one of those shows that. Is always around, but people should definitely go and see it if they can. Yeah, it's a fun night. It will be a fun night. It's a fun night out. Have a couple of drinks, wear your leather jacket, and <laughs> give yourself a blow dry. Okay, so that is the end of your mixtape. I'm gonna read Let's it back, back one by one to you. That's a good bloody see... good. I'm sorry, but that is a bloody good mixtape. <laughs> it will be if I do say so myself. Whether whether you'd want to listen to it one by one, we'll find out now. 
Right. So it starts off with the Music Man overture, straight into the Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. Live Like This from Tuck Everlasting. Fantastic. Into Baptize Me from Book of Mormon. Delicious. Followed by Out of the Darkness from Jamie. Incredible. Skid Row from Little Shop of Horrors. Thank you. Saturday Chat from A Slice of Saturday. No tar. <laughs> <laughs> Once You've Tasted Love from Never Forget. You're welcome. Ended with the Grease Mega Mix. As only every great mixtape should. <laughs> so imagine listening to that in your car on the journey. Oh, That'd fantastic. That's a great mixtape. I might actually listen to that one, you know. I'll make well, it. Yeah, you better. I'll make a Spotify you make... playlist. Yeah, you better do after me spending all the time trying to figure that out. <laughs> We're gonna release so if you're listening, go on. Sorry, if you're listening, I'll make a Spotify playlist called David's Mixtape. Go have a listen to it. Yeah, David O'Reilly's Mixtape. Have a listen. It's the best. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, some of them will be on Spotify because I'm not sure a slice of Saturday is. is. I'm not sure a slice of Saturday is. It is on Spotify. I have the album <laughs> saved. Yeah, oh, I is it? I never unsaved it, but wow. So. Oh. The full mixtape will be on Spotify soon. Fantastic. I can't <laughs> wait. Well, thank you very much for joining us today, David. It's been a pleasure having you with us. Guys, thank you very much for having me. And if you're listening, go follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter, give us a, a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Maybe even leave a little comment. If you leave a little comment, we might read it out in the next episode. Who knows? Until then, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.